Beautiful. That's what comes to mind when we think about our human design and we're progressively exposed to the perfection of God's original design. Our lives begin to reflect that beauty. Your life is His design and His design is beautiful. Thank you for engaging with us as we're about to be further exposed to the beauty of His design as we look into the Word to see Jesus. Spirit of living God, we honor you tonight. Thank you because you're taking over my lips and you're taking over my thinking faculties and you're bringing forth words that are inspired. And as your people listen to these words, faith will rise in our hearts. In the name of Jesus, we will see all that you can do and all that you are. We honor you and we give you praise. On your way to your seats, give someone a smile. And you may be seated. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a shout of praise. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I want you to do better than that. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Alright, so tonight, I can't remember what episode, whether it's the fourth. I think this is the fourth, right? And it is say what? What are you saying? Um, and we're going to have a great time teaching tonight. Praise God. Glory to God forevermore. All right, so this episode is one of the many installations of our conversation on authority. Um, the series title is Twists. The episode title tonight is Say What? I like that. Say what? You know, um, that's the episode title tonight. Um, we started this series by helping us to understand that as believers, we have the ability to bring a twist to the circumstances of our lives. Um, we started by saying that your life is not just designed to go one way only, okay? That if you do not like the direction that your life is headed, you can change it. You're well within your authority to speak words that can change your very existence and your very experience. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So you can absolutely speak words to your life to get it to go in the direction that you want it to go. The believer has the authority. All right? How many of you realize that we are not subject? There are many believers who actually think that they are subject to the circumstances that life, that life throws at them. You know, they say things like, whatever will be, will be. You know, they say things like, well, there's just, we're just on a roller coaster, whatever the day brings, all right? That's what we're going to experience. It's not true. And I don't know about anybody. I was sharing in the car this morning that I've actually had a great 2020. My year has been good. 
Like my year has really been. And this is not to come in front of you and sound all put together. Okay? Hmm? No. That's not the idea. Do we have challenges? Of course. My dad was very ill this year. Ill to the point that we thought we were going to lose him. Really ill. So, um, really, don't, don't think that we don't go through stuff. But we use the word, amen. amen. What I'm teaching is what we do. I remember, uh, uh, you know, I'll, I'll just, there's a lot to share tonight. But I remember on, on that day, you know, I, one of those days that I saw my dad really ill. You know, I, I decided my sister had come, so I decided we should break bread. You see, very foolish stuff, right? Break bread. So my sister knelt down at his feet. I knelt down before his head. At this time, we had, we had done absolutely, this has been three weeks into his being ill, and we had done absolutely all that we knew how to do, including taking the COVID test. And so I knelt down right at the head, um, you know, where he was. He was on the floor. I, I knelt down right at the head of my sister, and we broke bread just over my dad. He even didn't participate in the communion. We did on his behalf. Say amen. amen. A few minutes later, like a light bulb, we knew what to do. From that moment, like a light bulb, we, I'm not saying I can't exaggerate. When he is here. Like a light bulb, from that moment, clarity came. We knew what to do. My dad wasn't responding to treatment for more than three days. Favor is here. In 24 hours, the progress he made in 24 hours, he had not made in three weeks. Someone came to the house and later was telling us that when they saw my dad, they, he concluded that my dad was not going to make it. I didn't have that fear. I don't know why they had that fear. I didn't have that fear. Now, what am I saying? We can cause changes. Today, my dad is alive. He's well. He's moving around. You'd never even know that he was ill. Never. That kind of ill. So, why am I sharing this with you? We experience things as well. Okay? I mean, it was really bad that I was carrying my, my dad there was a day we came back from the hospital and I had to carry him on my back on the stairs. If you know, you know, I had to carry him to his room. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Uh, at those times, we still speak the word. Say amen. amen. Hallelujah. So today, my dad is well, healed, flourishing. Praise God forevermore. Are you in church tonight? Yes, sir. Do you want to go to places where you hear, ah, it's a bad year, you can't make it. You know, just give up. If you want that kind of message, just, just take your bag and, and, and go somewhere else. The word works. Can we say amen? amen. I said the word works. Can we say amen? amen? Don't worry. See, let me tell you, don't worry. Before we are done, You'll be fired up. Don't worry. Me, yeah, I know. The word works. The word works. 
I said the word works. And we say amen. I said the word works. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The word what? It works. Praise God. All right. So this episode is us having a conversation around exercising your authority. It is expressing authority in the face of strong oppositions. It is still expressing authority in the face of strong oppositions. That's what we want to talk about tonight. Now, if you were the only person in the room where you are talking about God's goodness and expecting God's favor, imagine for one moment that you are the only person in that room talking about God's goodness and expecting God's favor. The question is, will you still talk? Will you still talk? Imagine that it is you alone and everybody in the room believes something in the opposite. Everybody in the room is saying something in the opposite direction. Everybody is talking fear. Everybody is talking cynicism. Everybody is talking failure. And you're the only person in the room. All right? Would you still speak about the goodness and the favor of God, even if you're the only one talking in a different direction? If you found yourself in a situation where you are the only person that has a flicker of hope, that has a sense of belief somewhere deep down in your heart, that things can still change for the better, that things can still work out for good, and every other person in the room believes to see the worst, the question is, will you still speak? Would you still talk? All right? Do you have the guts, the audacity to keep talking, even if you're the only one that is speaking? Do you have the guts, the audacity, all right, to keep speaking, even if you are the only person that believes what you believe? Because when it comes down to it, it's really about audacity. Somebody say audacity. Oh, somebody shout it out loud. Shout at me. Say audacity. audacity. Awesome. So do you have the guts, the audacity, all right, to keep being singled out? So you're the only person in the room that tends to believe that things can go in a, a different direction. Every other person in the room, all right, believes the worst. But you're the only person in the room that has a sense or a hunch or a feeling that no, 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 things can go in a different direction. So if you're, if you're that person tonight, you're the person that I came to talk to tonight. The say what moment, that say what moment 
is that weird moment when it looks like you have goofed because you're the only person that has the God has us language. So every other person is talking to the left. You choose to talk to the right. And everybody looks at you with that weird, that weird look. Like you're a weirdo, like something is wrong with you. They look at you like, look at this goofer. All right? Who's just talking and talking tough and talking strong? The question is, you know what happens to many of us? In those situations, we slow down. All right? We slow down. And then we begin to retrace our conversation. You know what? What it's called? It's called peer pressure. It's called being overwhelmed. All right? It's called being overwhelmed by the staring eyes. You know how people are looking at you like, where's this one coming from? And everybody's looking at you like you're fish out of water. And what, what we begin to do is we begin to apologize. Oh, I'm really sorry. Um, I'm sorry that I, that, I, that, I, that I began to talk like that. You know what? What, what, what was I thinking? Let's, let's just go with the flow. So that moment where you say something that looks exactly opposite of what's going on, and then people give you that look, and you, and you just back down. So there's a guy in Scripture that we're going to be looking at today. All right? We're going to be looking at this guy, and you will be so blessed. Write this down. Authority. Is first a function of revelation. It's first a function of revelation. Then it is a function of audacity. It is first, please take note of the things that I am saying. Please take note of the things that I am saying. Authority. Last week I told us that truth is victory. Authority is expressed on the basis of truth. This week I'm telling you, that authority is first a function of revelation and then a function of audacity. Audacity to say what you believe by revelation. Alright, so we are considering tonight the guy named Caleb. We are considering tonight, actually two people tonight, but we are folk, we're zeroing in on one person, and his name is Caleb. Oh, tell somebody you're going to be so blessed tonight. Oh, shout it at them. Say you're going to be so blessed tonight. Can you believe, listen guys, can you believe that Caleb went through a lifetime? A lifetime. I'll show you in the text. I will show you. Caleb went through a lifetime of success. Caleb actually went through a lifetime of success. He started being successful at the age of 40. By 85, his success had not diminished. So we're going to be considering that guy named Caleb. And we're going to be looking at a lifetime of alignment with God. A lifetime of alignment with God. Now let's turn our Bibles to our, to our text and let's begin to bring this thing up into your spirit. Can we say amen? amen. Let's give the Lord a shout of praise. Amen. Okay, I would like for you to really give the Lord a shout. Glory to God. 
so we have a situation where Moses goes to pick 12 men in Numbers 13. He picks 12 men and then sends them into a land, the land that God promised, and says, go, go check out the land and come back with a report about what the land looks like. I want to know exactly what the land looks like in terms of its topography, in terms of the people in it, in terms of the, the, the fertility of the land. I want to know exactly what the land looks like. So people, 12 of them, they went into the land, they spied out the land, checked it out, and then they all came back with the report. Listen, they came back with a report that lined up with what God said. They said, truly, the land flows with milk and honey, but... God had said, I am going to give you a land that is flowing with milk and honey. And these guys went to check out the land, all right, and actually saw that the land was flowing with milk and honey. Let me give you an, an idea of what I'm talking about. It's like you're sitting in church right now. And then a word of knowledge comes concerning a specific situation. I've been in, in services here where we mention somebody is sick in the left ear. Or somebody has a pain in the stomach and the person is a lady. There was a time, there was a word of knowledge and it was, there's a lady here who has a growth. If you're that lady, come out. Now, you know what happens? The moment that happens to me, that word has come in the direction of my experience. That's it. That actually should be it. Now, some people don't feel like that's it until phone number is called, house address, <laughs> ATM card number, the last four. And it's, ah, this man, they see. Something is wrong with that kind of attitude. So, you go into the land, you see that truly, the land, God spoke from heaven through Moses. And then told you that I'm taking you to a land that flows with milk and honey. Common sense should tell you that immediately you enter the land and you saw milk and honey. That should be it. Hello? Listen, listen. Let me say that again. God talks from heaven to you. Tells you I have a land for you that is flowing with milk and honey. You go... And you get into the land and you see milk and honey in the land. That should be enough. Well, you know what people start to do? You know what these guys did? They saw the milk and honey all right. Let me just take you through scripture. And Moses sent them to spy the land of Canaan and said unto them, Get up this way southward and go to the mountain and see the land, what it is, the people and all that. Verse 19. And what the land is that they dwell in whether it be good or bad, and what the cities be that they dwell in, whether in tents or in strongholds, and what the land is, whether it be fat or lean, whether it be wood, whether there be wood therein or not, and be of good courage, and bring of the fruit of the land. Now the time was the time of the first grapes. So they went up and searched the land, and all that, 22, and they ascended, all right, 23, 
And they came to the brook, 24. They saw the grapes. And the place was called Escort, 25. And they returned from searching the land after 40 days, 26. And they went to Moses and Aaron and said unto all the congregation of Israel, unto the wilderness of that and that, and showed them the fruit of the land, 27. And they told him and said, We came unto the land where you sent us, and surely, somebody say surely. surely. That should have been enough. Surely, the land flows with milk and honey. Then they brought the fruit of it and said, This is the fruit of it. You know why it was important to bring the fruit of that land? The reason why it was important to bring the fruit of the land is because they wanted to see how the ground was doing, how fertilized was the ground. And from, from the illustration, two people had to carry the grape from the land. That is, you don't understand. One person in front on the shoulder, the other person at the back, and then the grape in the middle. So two people were carrying that. It was that big. So they said, this is the fruit of the land. Next verse. Nevertheless, see, problem has started. Nevertheless, look, we sent you to go and look at land and check the land out. When you saw what God had said, you should have rested. Now, it wasn't actually bad that they saw these guys were real spies, you know? They saw everything. But you know what? The mistake that they made was all of their, everything that they saw was, was in their minds good enough to stop what God had said. Then they had made a mistake. Are you hear what I'm saying? They saw that the land was flowing with milk and honey. But then they now saw all the other things. It says, nevertheless, the people are strong that dwell in that land. And the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. See, listen, oh, you don't understand what's going on. All these that they are explaining now is side by side God oh, who spoke saying, I'll give you the land. Listen, the doubts that come up in your mind when God has spoken to you, those doubts, are, they are, what if you are accepting them, you're actually putting them side by side, the God who talked to you. That's exactly, don't, no, don't kid yourself. Don't say, I'm just being real. Mm -mm. What you're doing is that those doubts are as strong in your mind. Now, think about it. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in that land, side by side, God. Be stronger than God? Be stronger than God? No, they be strong, yeah, they be strong. But put them beside God now. Stronger than God, no? Oh, okay. Let's continue. No, no, go back. And very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. All these are against God, right? These are against God. Because side by side, God, these guys are more powerful. Actually, they are actually, really, uh -uh, you don't know, children of Anak. These guys hear the name Anak. They can cause anarchy. They are very strong. That's the same way. 
Um, you know what, 2020, I'm going to give you a major idea that's going to, you know, bring about revolution. Lord, can't you see my education? Very, very deep limitation. Because God does not know how to navigate. He's so daft. No, no, no. Stop looking at me as if I'm saying something funny. Ah, why are you talking about God like that? Meanwhile, you think it. <laughs> you think it. Let's continue. Nevertheless, the people be strong. Oh, boy, there's so much that you're going to receive tonight. And the Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb, see, this is the guy that we're considering tonight. The Bible says Caleb steal the people. This guy, hush, keep quiet. All right? Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. Let us go at once. That was the say what moment. Say what? Like, go up where? Possess what? You see the same land we went to? Didn't you see all that we saw? Possess what? Let's continue. You would be so blessed tonight. But the man that went up with him said, see? The man that went up with him said, we are not able to go up against these people. For they are stronger than we. Listen. Let me ask you a question. Who sent them to go and take over the land? God or who sent them? So you know what they had said here? What they were saying is we cannot take over this city because the people are stronger than God. Listen, sit down and just seep this thing into your spirit. For they are stronger than we. Verse 32. And they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up its inhabitants. <laughs> Eats up its inhabitants. And all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. You know, as they're talking like that, they've forgotten that it was a problem. So look, 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 look at what happened. They went in. They saw the milk and honey. But suddenly, listen, I'll say this to you. Never you allow what God says to you, either personally or in his word, to become so small compared to the obstacles. See, they, I don't understand. You see, personally, eh, let's assume I was not a pastor. If I was not a pastor, and if I was not, you know, in church and all that, I'll still be a Christian. I'll just put my faith in Jesus just because I don't want to be sorry. You know why? Very smart guy. I have looked at the Bible, and I, and I hear Israel. Then I look, and I hear that there's an Israel in real life. And I, I, don't, I don't want to doubt. I don't want to be sorry. There is Israel in the Bible. There is Israel in real life. Let it be that is a coincidence. Let it even just be that is a coincidence. 
you got into the land. You saw the land flowing with milk. And, you know what baffled me now studying this? How they quickly moved on from what God had said. How they quickly moved on. Like, the, indeed, the land is flowing with milk and honey. But then, see the analysis that they are writing about the problem. See what they said about what God said. The analysis about the problem is a million times more than, come on, tell somebody, stay there, stay where God has said. Stay, stay there. Let me tell you, if you stay there, just stay there, suddenly, words to speak will begin to rise from your spirit. They, they saw it, but quickly they moved on, like as though God never spoke. They just moved on. I started analyzing other things. Why are you so faithless? In quotes. Why, why does it look like you have little faith? It's because uh, God says, I am healed. But very quickly, immediately you have said it, you moved on. You know, but uh, the doctor said this sickness has gone beyond. It's supposed to be the reverse. It's supposed to be moving on from what the doctor said and building camp in what God has said. You know what people do? They visit with what God has said, like they're taking a vacation. Then they go and dwell in what society is saying, like that's their house. The reverse is, is supposed to be the case. Say amen. amen. Glory to God. It says the inhabitants thereof and all the people that we saw in it, they are men of great stature. Next verse. Next verse. And there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants. And we were in our own eyes as grasshoppers. And so were we in their own eyes. What? I understand what was going on with them. I don't know how many of you have, have, you know, how many of you have ever really dressed your best to go for an event. Like, you gave it your best shot. Put on everything. And then as you stepped out and got to the place, this your nice, you know, outfit. How many of you has it happened to before? Come on, be honest now. You're in church now. Be honest. This is your nice outfit. Ah, slay, slay. As soon as you stepped into the place, eh, it looks like what you are wearing. Like, I got chills. So I, I, I just want to hide. And I'm like, what? Now, guess what? In your mind, your own mind will start to tell you you are the smallest person here. You are the, you're the least dressed here. Your own mind. Meanwhile, somebody is actually sitting down and admiring you. Say, oh, wow, you actually, oh, this girl, like, she put <laughs> But you, to you, ah! How did, how did they enter the mind of the people they had never had a conversation with to see that they were like grasshopper in their own mind? No, I can agree that you were like grasshopper in your mind. But to them, how did you become like a grasshopper? Did you have a conversation with them? Tell somebody it's all mind games. games. 
All right, let's go to chapter 14. This is like, this is like book study, amen. But I tell you, you'll be so blessed tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God forevermore. So, we're considering the life of, of Caleb. Let's look at verse 14, chapter 14, rather. Then the whole community broke into loud cries. <laughs> Who won't cry? The Bible says, then <laughs> the whole community broke into loud cries and wept that night. You see, but if they had stayed with the promise, the whole community would have broken into loud rejoicing. But let's continue. Verse 2. All the Israelites complained about Moses and Aaron, and the whole community told them, if only we had died in the land of Egypt, or if only we had died in this wilderness. Verse 3. Why is the Lord bringing us into this land to die by the sword? Our wives and our little children will become plunder. Wouldn't it be better for us to go back to <laughs> You just read this. You just laugh and have a good time. Amen. So they said to one another, let us appoint a new leader and go back to Egypt. You know, it, sometimes these things happen in church. This pastor, he doesn't understand us. This pastor is not living in real life. Real life. You go and live in real life. Let life slap you bass those. Then you understand. This pastor is he's living. He doesn't understand. That's why he comes, talk big, talk tough. Let's choose another pastor. They, he's not, I'm not the only person. Look, they, Moses. He suffered the same thing. Say, so let's go and look for another leader. Let's go and look for another leader, please. Every time, every time, trust the Lord. Trust the Lord. You know, the Lord will come. Ah, boy, he's coming true for us. See, let me tell you, Ba, I don't know what other life. See, first of all, eh, there's a peace that comes to my mind that this is the life that I'm living. I don't even care what is even going on around me. There's even that peace. First, that I have believed these truths. I don't rush for anything. I don't, I don't rush. You can't see me rushing. Even in my walking self, you can't see me rush. If you see me rush, know that something something serious. You can't see me rush. I chill. Rest. Say amen. amen. First, it has entered here. It has entered here. And it has sunk. Higher. Hey! I say it has sunk. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And I see my mates. I see some of my mates who have failed to accept this thing. Ah. This is not something to start to boast about. Hmm? But I'm just telling you, it just enters here and just sinks. No, we are not of this world. Long before coronavirus came, I knew that there was something wrong with this idea of just rushing out in the morning and jumping bus, jumping bus, jumping bus. There was a day I was at Oshodi, many years ago. I was at Oshodi going to the island. I was in an Obalende BRT bus. And as I was waiting for the bus to get full, 
I saw sea of head. You know, I don't. I, how many of you know Oshodi Den? Sea of head just moving, moving to and fro, back and forth, moving. And then the Spirit of God said to me, Son, do you know that half of these people don't even have an appointment where they're going to? Half of them don't even. When, it's like when they get there and they knock. Is he at home? Ah, you know, day to deal. Okay, I will come back tomorrow. And then they start the toil again. Because somewhere in their mind, somebody has told them, if you don't move, you won't have. If you, you have to move, you have to make a move. Guess what? From our seats, eh? We're also making progress. So because you want to move, they say, let's just, have you, I don't know how many of you have heard that conversation. Let's just be that you're going out in the morning and you're coming back in the night. Let's just be at least so that you're going out in the morning and coming back in the night. The job is 30K, but at least you're going out in the morning. Who says that I have to go out in the morning, come back in the night? You see, this is a mindset. Uh, I'm coming back to what I'm teaching. This is a mindset eh, that can hinder you. Until I went to Olakunle Shorinyo's office. I went to visit one time. And I entered his office when he was still living in Nigeria. I entered his office. Downstairs. Say downstairs. Downstairs, downstairs is full office. So full office. Executive office. You just climb step like this. And he is in his house. I say, hey. That's when you climb the staircase. He has entered his house. When he comes down in the morning after taking a shower, he's in his office, climbs the staircase. That's his house. His house is upstairs. His office is downstairs. I said, God punish the devil. Because there are many people that are going up and down like that. Going up and down like that. Nothing is coming at the end of the month. It's not of him that will it. It's not of him that run it. You can toy, 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 nothing. I said, hey, it's true. Say, coronavirus now came. Everybody sat down in the house for eight months, six months. Did you die? Some people made their best money that time. Me, I've never seen one million before, like cash. During virus, I saw it. Amen. Amen. I didn't leave finger, 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 finger. I didn't lift. Let's see first. That idea that we have to all struggle. Ah, the survivor of the fittest. No, I'm not fit. <laughs> if it's that one, if that's how to be fit, I'm not fit. Survive everybody at the bus stop, bus stop, everybody. See, you know, this thing can become so act in your mind that even when there's boss. And there is nobody. You're still see? See looking forward to chance. Tell somebody, calm down. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. See, let me tell you, sweetheart, hear me as I'm telling you. Come back in the next five years. I'll still be boring. Then you now realize that people have meetings via Zoom. Three minutes. Five million has exchanged hands. And they are moving on. Like, life is going on. No more. You understand? You understand? Then you, you have to enter, enter, enter the song. Enter the song. What are you going to transact? 5K. Please sit at home. Tell them to sit at home. Sit at home. You need that energy. 
<laughs> Glory! Say, let us appoint another leader. Let him. All right? Then Moses and Aaron fell down their faces in front of the whole assembly. And, you know, Moses was crying, child. So Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of that guy, who were among those who scouted out the land, tore their clothes and said to the entire Israelite community, the land we passed through and explored is an extremely good land. Next verse. If the Lord, this word is, if the Lord be pleased with us, that is, if the Lord be pleased with us, if the Lord is pleased with us, he will bring us, I want you to take notes of that word, if the Lord is pleased with us. Because that's all it takes for us to make progress in life. If the Lord is pleased with me. He says, if the Lord is pleased with us. You know why he said, if the Lord is pleased with us? Because under the Lord, they could never be sure. Under the Lord, they were not sure. The Lord could be pleased with them one day. On another day, maybe not. So he says, if the Lord be pleased with us, he will bring us into this land. A land flowing with milk and honey and give it to us. Next verse. And I'm entering Let's read this together. It says, only do not rebel against the Lord. Only do not rebel against the Lord. And do not be afraid of the people. For we will devour them. Who is this guy talking? Who is he talking? Who is this guy? Let me tell you something. All 12 of them had the opportunity to talk like this. All 12. They all had the opportunity to talk like this. But I'll show you what happened in this guy's case. He says, don't be afraid of them, for we will devour them. Their protection has been removed from them. And the Lord is with us. Don't be afraid of them. Next verse. Look at what, just, you would expect that these guys would say, yes, yes, the Lord is with us. You know what they took? They carried stone. They, <laughs> you, you, you know some of you actually really think that some people like you know to succeed some people don't like to hear good news though. you don't know sweetheart some people don't like maybe I've seen it in scripture some people don't like to hear good news this year everything is going to be alright everything is going to say what Every, I say everything is going to be. Say what? Please take this girl out of our midst. She's not real. I don't want to be real. In fact, I give myself the permission to check out of your midst. How can you all be seen? Can't you see? Can't you see? How can you be so cynical? Can't you see that life is good for me? Can't you see that I'm breaking forth on the left and on the right and I'm making tremendous progress? Can't you see? Can't you see? How are you so cynical? Where are you living? And first, it doesn't start as a function of money in the bank. It starts as a function of the Spirit of God in your hearts. Sometimes, we're talking like that. <laughs> but we're talking. 
Hmm? We're talking. And we'll keep talking. We don't intend to stop. Say amen. amen. While the whole community threatened to stone them. That is, they picked up stones. Give me in the King James. They picked up stones. You would expect that they'll be like, wow. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's true. The Bible says, but all the congregation bade stone <laughs> to stone them. So let me ask you, why was there two people who could say what God said, ten of them, who didn't care? Take me back to only do not rebel, verse, verse 9 or verse 8. Only do not rebel against the Lord and do not be afraid of the people for they will for we will devour them. Let me write this down. God is not a democrat. God is a spirit. With God, more is not always the truth. Majority does not always carry the votes. There were ten spies that, that saw the wrong stuff. Only two guys that saw what God was saying. Guess what? The two were the ones who were right. The ten, they were wrong. You know, we live in a culture where once popular people tweet something, then it has to be true. Once people that you respect and follow, you know, say something, then you forget all your origin. You forget all your, you know, you forget all your training. And you just say, if X, Y, Z said it, then it has to be true. There's an iota of truth. You find somebody eh, saying there's an iota of truth in it because X, Y, Z said it, even though he flatly goes against God's word. Majority doesn't always carry the votes. Let me tell you what we're saying. Hmm? In the things of the kingdom, one person lining up with God is more right than 20 people rebelling against God. So Caleb said, do not rebel. Do not rebel. Do not rebel. I want to dwell on that for a few seconds. Do not rebel. What does it mean to rebel? To rebel is to say, well, God is talking about himself only. What God is saying is not describing me. To rebel is to say, you know what? I am not, put that, put that slide on the screen. To rebel is to put your fist in the air against God. To rebel is to say, no, no, and, and to the, <laughs> say no to the word. Lord, take your word and go. It's to carry fist for the Lord. Say, Lord, you are speaking and speaking and speaking, but you're not describing me. To rebel is to not align yourself with what God is saying. And then Caleb was saying, this is the attitude that you're going to have towards what God is saying. Don't rebel. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Don't say, well, that's not for me. Don't say things like, my experience does not make this right. 
Everything I've experienced is anti what God is saying. Don't rebel. Look, God can be saying things that are, that are beyond your experience. Don't rebel. You know, many people are rebelling in their mind. They say, Lord, you know, you've been, that's how you've been talking like this for, for the past two years. I've not seen anything now. For the Lord is good, and his mercies endures forever. How do we enter into this authority? We choose not to rebel. You hear what I'm saying? We choose not to rebel. We choose not to say, okay, this is not, this doesn't describe me. You do not need to be a genius to express authority. You only need to be aligned with the genius. You know, many people think that they will have to come up with their own authority words. No, you don't need to come up with your own authority words. You just need to align with what has been said concerning you. Just align. Just agree. Just be in alignment. You know what? So when when Caleb spoke, the response of the people was, what are you saying? And their response was to pick up stones. Some of you might be in those situations in your life where you dare to even just say, but God will bring us out. And people, in fact, some of you might be in those situations where people will even laugh at you for your naivety. They'll say, how naive can you be? Can't you see? How naive can you be? Say this after me. This year, I'm making tremendous progress. Can we say amen? Amen. Can we say amen? amen? I want you to look at verse 24 of Numbers 14. Verse 24. Let's, let's show you how this whole thing started for Caleb. I want to show you how this whole thing started for Caleb. Verse 24. God had been talking, and then he said, you know what? After these people picked up stones, I wish you could see verse 11. After they picked up stones, God spoke, and he became angry. God was angry. Now, if you look at what Caleb said before, he says, if the Lord be pleased with us, some of you don't understand what he means. First, is that they weren't sure if the Lord would be pleased with them at any time. Second, the Lord only is pleased with you when you are aligned with him. Say amen. amen. Under the old covenant, it is alignment that pleases God. God says you are blessed. You say, I agree. God is happy. It's like a father that is full, that is, whose breast is filled with milk and wants to give to you. And then you're, you're taking yourself up and down. You're not allowing yourself to be blessed. Some people's minds will not allow them to be blessed. Yes, somebody can give you, I'm not, I'm not even talking about somebody just giving you somebody, but let's start with that. Somebody can give you a millionaire that you did not do anything for. He can give you two million. He's not wanting to sleep with you. Nothing. He just says, take, I just want to be a blessing to you. You can get free money. 
In fact, eh, listen, listen. To be able to really, really arrive, eh, there has to be freebies along the way. You will not really go far with all that you work for. If all that you work for is all that you get, when will you buy tire? Tire. All that you work for is all that you get. Somewhere in your mind, you're diligent or you're doing your work, but somewhere in your mind, give room for favor. See, give room for skipping steps. Give room for, ah, no, I'll move from level two, all right, to level 10. In two days. Then we'll start again. From 10, we can now start doing, you know, 10, 11, 12. Then somewhere along the line, 25. Then we'll start from 25, 26, 27. And there's a point you will reach. That jump, that skips will be every day. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It will be every day. Leaps, glory, every day. Now look at, look at what had happened. Go back to verse 24. 24. It says, But since my servant, that's the word, my servant Caleb has a different spirit. That's the word. How did he begin to talk like this? He has a different spirit. There's a different spirit talking through him that is not the spirit talking through culture. That is not the spirit talking through, you know, do you understand? He has a different spirit. If your spirit is different, your speech will be different. It starts with first embracing a different spirit. Then your speech will take up the shape of your spirit. Look at what it says. It says, my servant Caleb has a different spirit and has completely followed me. Glory to God. Glory to God. How did he arrive at these words that he was saying? He had a different spirit. Why did the ten talk the way they were talking? They had a different spirit. We have a different spirit. This difference influences our speech, influences our words. Listen, don't tell me, P.O.D., this happened in Bible days. This is happening today. Today. Say this after me. I've got a different spirit. Yeah. Now we understand how this guy had the audacity to be saying all that he was saying. These guys are bread for us. Did you see that? They are lunch. We'll take them out. We'll deal with them. It was because he first started with being rooted with a different spirit. Authority comes from embracing the spirit of the word. Authority comes from embracing the spirit of the word. Now, here's the interesting stuff that I'm about to show you. This is about to get really good. This guy who was talking, Caleb, 
In numbers, he was 40 years old. In numbers, he was 40 years old. Then we go to Joshua. Let's look at that scripture. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Joshua chapter number 14. From verse 1. How many of you know that Numbers is before Joshua? The Israelites received these portions that Eleazar the priest, Joshua the son of Nun, and the heads of the families of Israel, the heads of the families the head of the Israelite tribes gave them in the land of Canaan. Let's move. Their inheritance was by lot, as the Lord commanded through Moses for the nine and a half tribes. Because Moses had given the inheritance to the two and a half tribes beyond the Jordan. But he gave no inheritance to them, to the Levites. The descendants of Joseph became two tribes, Manasseh and Ephraim. No portion of the land was given to the Levites except to live in along with pasture lands for the cattle and the stock. So the Israelites did as the Lord commanded Moses and divided the land. And the descendants approached Judah, and the descendants of Judah approached Joshua at Gilgad, and Caleb, the son of that guy. And the, that guy said to him, You know what the Lord promised Moses, the man of God, at Kadesh Barnea about you and me? I was 40 years old when Moses, when Moses, the Lord's servant, please look up right now because this is getting good. When Moses, the Lord's servant, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to scout the land, and I brought back an honest report. He's discussing what happened when he was 40. What was the honest report? What God had said. My brothers who went with me caused the people's hearts to melt with fear. The, he's describing the other ten. He says, when they came back and they brought their reports, the hearts of the people melted with fear. Look at what he says. He says, but I remain loyal to the Lord my God at the risk of being stoned. You know, can you imagine that he can get that to that point where you're saying the truth and people are saying, say what? And they want to kill you. They want to stone you. Some of you don't understand what I'm talking about. That's why I said it takes guts. It takes audacity. Sometimes people will not even stone you, but they are laughing at you in their mind. Sometimes they create a watch party. Huh? And they are, you know, they create a watch party over my life. And they, are, they say, let's watch and see. Kaya. But they will keep watching. You understand what I'm saying? Because as they are watching and discussing how they are watching, we are rising and we are rising. Look, let me tell you, the last time I checked, eh, God does not bless me according to how many people who is watching to see whether I will fail. Oh, he blesses me according to his word. Glory to God. I, I told you, at the risk, say what? At the risk of having stones. This man said, I remain loyal to the Lord my God. 
some of you, it's small persecution, mouth have changed. Is that, listen, for many people, is that the money did not come on Tuesday by 12 o'clock. God is no longer faithful. Conversation has changed. That knee did not heal at 5 o'clock according to the word of the Lord. Oh, but we judge him faithful. He says, I remained loyal. My brothers, you know, cost the people's heart to melt with fear. But I remained loyal to the Lord my God. Continue. On that day, Moses promised me, the land where you have set your foot will be an inheritance for you. And your descendants forever. Because you have remained loyal to the Lord your God. As you see, the Lord has kept me alive. Look at this. These 45 years, as he what? Some of you don't understand what I'm talking about. Sometimes it's good to read these things. Just read them. And get energized. Glory to God. As he what? He's kept me alive these 45 years. As he promised. Since the Lord spoke this word to Moses. While Israel was journeying in the wilderness. Here I am today. 85 years old. Next verse. You don't get it. Look at what he's saying. I am still as strong today as I was in the day that Moses sent me out. My strength for battle and for daily task is now as it was then. Simply by alignment. Now as it was then. Let me tell you something that you don't understand. Caleb could not be exaggerating. You know why? He was living under the Lord that said, Thou shalt not lie. Mm -hmm. If he lied, he would have died. Mm -hmm. Oh, you didn't get it. The law that says, Thou shalt not lie, was still in existence. So, there was no iota of exaggeration in what Caleb was saying here. If he says, I am now as strong as I was 45 years ago, it was not an exaggeration. Because if he had lied, he would be dead. Because the law was still in effect. So you know what? Literally speaking, this man was still as strong as he was after 45 years. He says, I'm 85 years now. What was the secret? I've shown you. I've taken you through scripture. And I've shown you. See, don't come back to tell me we didn't tell you. You didn't tell us how to live life. You didn't show us. I've shown you. Align yourself with the promise. Keep telling the promise. That's all. He said, I remain loyal to God's word. You will check us out in the next 40 years. We'll be strong. We'll be energetic. We'll be full of life. The believer never loses. Let me tell you, like everybody else, we have opportunity to talk failure, to talk fear. Like everybody else. But look at, look, look. Look at real life conversation here. I am still as strong today as I was in the day Moses sent me out. My strength for battle and for daily task is now as it was then. Wait, the law of diminishing returns normally sets in. You understand what I'm saying? The law of diminishing returns. You are living for, for this long. I mean, you've been this old. 
And then the law of diminishing returns sets in. But this guy says, at the least, I've been the same as I was 45 years ago. Something must be at work. What if this is you? This guy was under the law talking like this. You say the finished work of Jesus has, you know, has brought me into a place of liberty. Liberty to do what? To depreciate. To experience the law of diminishing returns. Just take a cue. Let, let it be that the people that we are wanting to be like, these people like this, I am as strong now as I was when I was 40. It's the next verse that I want you to see. An 85-year-old man. The next word he said is, give me this mountain. 85 years old. Don't say, Pastor, tell us 10 secrets for remaining strong at 85. 20 secrets for keeping your strength and stamina and stability. He says, now give, give me the King James. I like the King James. This hill country, you know. Give me the hill, this hill country. No. Old. Now, therefore, give me this mountain. Thereof, the Lord spake in that day. For thou heardest in that, that the Anakims were there and the cities were great and fresh. If it so be that the Lord be with me, then I shall be able to drive the eye, 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 shall be able to drive them out. Let's start with the fact that this man was as strong 40 years later. 45 years later than he was. So at 40, he moved on 45 years and his strength didn't fail. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So what are you saying? Authority is expressed by revelation and audacity. What has God said to you? You hear him say, as the Lord has said, as the Lord has said, as the Lord has said. What has he said to you? Isn't it much more of a miracle, yeah, for a man to be as strong as he was 45 years later, as an 85-year-old man? Sweetheart, an 85-year-old man is asking for a mountain. When they give him the mountain, first thing is that he will climb it. Where is the strength to climb it at 85? Every day living in the promise renews your youth. Some of you think that you get an award for, for worry. No. In five years, you get a wrinkled face. But in the promise, in 45 years, nothing diminished. I, mean, I have always imagined this scripture. I've always imagined it. 
an 85-year-old man asking for the mountain. Let me show you one last scripture. The Bible says, in the same spirit of faith, we believe and we do what? In the same spirit of faith, we believe and we do what? In the same spirit of faith, we believe. I want to hear everybody. In the same spirit of faith, we believe and we do what? In the same spirit of faith, we believe and we do what? See, let me tell you. Huh? I'm just arming you. To really just go through life and like really win. So when everybody in your space is saying the very opposite, just use this scripture. That you're saying the right thing does not mean you won't find opposition. In the face of opposition, would you still say what God says? For some people, it is an uncle that has said he will withdraw your, 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 your monthly allowance. You say, uncle, I'm no longer a Christian. Church care. I don't go to church. <laughs> church, no, me. No. Let me tell you, some of you sitting here will find yourselves in situations, thank you, precious Holy Spirit, where you would want to do a business and they'll tell you, if you don't do X, Y, Z, we're not going to give you the business. Listen, don't, don't, don't say I'm ready to live a life of success when in the little things you can't call the shots. I mean in the little things. Right now, it's 20K that is at stake. You're stabbing church. 20K. I say, Lord, you can't wait. This 20K cannot wait. And listen, it's not that you've done, it's no. No, you've not, nothing has, and I'm, no, 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 it's not condemnation. Nothing has happened all week. Spiritually speaking for you. Then on Sunday, Job shows up at 2 a.m. Say, will you come? Will you come? Ah, no, ah, you know, because we are try, trying to make ends meet. Ah, this 20K is going to go a, a, a long way. 20K. So you say, you know what, I'm, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. Listen, don't tell me that my faith is so strong. Mm-mm, keep quiet. It starts from here. Sir, if you can't give me till Monday to attend to you, keep it. I'm telling you, some of you don't know the kind of respect you earn by talking like this. If you can't wait for me till Monday, and who, oh boy, thank you, dear Lord. Who really told you eh, that you can't be so good at what you do? That they say, okay, you know what? You are the only one we know. Go wait. Eh, your mind has not approached that kind of thoughts. Every time you're the one stabbing things that are important to you to meet up with things of the world, when will they start stabbing their stuff to meet up with your schedule? When? Then don't tell me, no, it doesn't matter. No, it does. It does matter. Because it is how David said, the Lord delivered me from the hand of the bear. Then he delivered me from the hand of the lion. Then he got to Goliath and said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? You understand? He's been going and seeing the faithfulness of God. You know what happens? I say no to this money. 
And then tomorrow, God actually sorts me out. Another way. But guess what? These Hebrew children says, even if the Lord does not show up. Even if he doesn't show up. You know, because there are many people who are waiting to say, Lord, see what I gave up for you. Lord, see what I gave up for you. No, there were people who had gotten to the point. Eh, and they said, even if the Lord does not show up. That is, even if the Lord does not show up at all, at all, at all, at all, we will still not bow. Hit the fire seven times. Let me tell you, it is when you cast a stake on God like that, God will say, come on. Look at this girl boasting about me like this. Look at her. Oh. He says, well, I told the king, you know, like joke. He says, okay, you people, I'll show you. Guards hit it seven times. As they were hitting it seven times. As they were hitting it seven times. I'm sure some people will say, hmm. <laughs> but you know the one that will really change the situation? When the thing swallowed the people hitting it. Yeah. Now say, ah, pass, ah, sir. Sir, no, we, the Lord, we don't know him. We don't know the Lord. The Lord does not even know us. Still, they didn't bow. Like joke, carry them. Throw them inside. They didn't say, wait, 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 wait. Just before you throw me, wait. I'm, I'm not doing it again. True, true. They threw them into the fire. But the first thing that happened was the fire caught the rope that bound them. I see miracles this week. The rope caught. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Listen, the Lord just said into my spirit eh, that as we're working in the word, there are some things that destruction can touch. The things destruction can touch, when I say destruction, the things destruction can touch are things that will free us to experience God more. You understand what I'm saying? So, the rope, the rope was caught. You understand? Caught. And then the guys were standing in the fire. Standing in the fire. And guess what? The rope was caught and no more. That is, even, even adversity will become intelligent when you're walking in the world. The rope caught. How did he know? Not to touch. Yeah, it's no it's not material. Every material is material. Rope material, cloth material. It's not material. How did this thing have the intelligence to know where to stop when the word of God is at work? Rope cuts and no more. You can't touch any further. And now they are standing in the fire. They were thrown in bound. Now they are standing loose in the fire. And not only are they standing loose, you know, at that time now, confidence has started coming back. You understand what I'm saying? Now they are standing loose. And now the Bible says they are walking around in the fire. You understand? They didn't have to change the environment. The environment subjected itself to them. You understand what I'm saying? So they are walking around in the fire free. Then the king looked and said, didn't I put in three bound? Who is the fourth man? Kaya. Who is that fourth man? Who is he? And the fourth man is the Lord himself. He's the Lord himself. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what I'm saying. He loves to make a name for himself with your life. With your life. I say with your life. 
But you know, for many people, it's small, small things. Small thing. He said, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. Let's just, it doesn't matter. The Lord knows. He knows our hearts. <laughs> Let me tell you, if you keep walking like that, you will keep saying the Lord is not real. Because all those avenues to see him as real, you have blocked them with sense. You have used sense, sense. You know, you know <laughs> I don't want to speak conquer, but you have used sense to block all the places. Do you understand? Because you know that you can quickly collect. Okay, let me not enter something. Are you hearing what I'm saying? See, just insist. You see that life that you've seen in the world? Just insist. He thank me later. It's me and you that will be living it. The Lord blesses the righteous. He's blessing me. He's blessing you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The Lord prospers his people. So, sometimes, tell them no. I love the way Rev puts it. Rev says, we're walking in faith. I have a bottle of Coke. I give you and I trust God. Some people have not, you know, some people just say, we love the Lord, we believe the Lord, we believe the Lord. When it's time to give, you keep your money back. When it's time to sow, everything, everything is sense. Do you understand what I'm saying? Everything is sense. Calculation, calculation. Then tomorrow you're fighting the people who, who are experiencing the blessing. Let me put this out there. Just because you have money in your account, that's not the reason why you should start the project. Start because the Lord says start. The money is sitting in your account. Plenty. Eh? Still ask the Lord, Lord, should I start? And that you don't have the money in your account is not the reason why you shouldn't start. Lord, should I start? Uh, with 2K, start. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's dependability. That's your authority. Rise to your feet, everyone. Have you been blessed tonight? Have you been blessed tonight? You're going to pray in the Holy Ghost and you're going to pray very fervently tonight. You're going to pray for yourself. You're not praying for me. You're praying for yourself. You're going to declare that the word of God works in me. I have the boldness to say what God's word says. I've got the boldness to declare the word of God. Hallelujah. Listen, I want you to open your mouth. You're praying for yourself tonight. You're going to lift up your voice and declare God's word. Let me tell you something. Look up at me, everyone. Look up at me. When I go into meetings, listen to me. When I go into every meeting, I charge myself. You don't hear me. I, I go into meetings, eh? And I decide the extent to which I want to receive from the meeting. I charge myself. Actually, I carry the presence of God into the meeting. And other people benefit from my energy. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You're going to pray in the Holy Ghost. And you're going to pray strong. You're going to speak God's word. As we're speaking, did you see pictures of what can be in your life? What can be in your circumstance? Some of you might go into cities where people will laugh at you for believing what you believe. 
Are you going to begin to, you know, withdraw and say, you know what? The influence is too much. The influence is too much. Or are you going to be dogged about what you believe? Are you going to have the guts to keep saying what you're saying? Authority is expressed by revelation and audacity. Audacity. Lift up your voice right now. Somebody may not be sitting close to you, but start declaring where the direction your life is going. Start telling 2020 what to produce for you. At the risk of being stoned. At the risk of being called names. Thank you for engaging with us in this episode. We trust that your life has been beautified. If you'd like to share what Jesus is doing in your life through this ministry, please write to us at hello at blueprintstories.org. You can visit our website at www.blueprintstories.org. You can also follow us on Facebook at The Blueprints Church and on Instagram at The Blueprints Church. Cheers.